They want to ban straws. Has anybody ever tried those paper straws? They're not working. Right? They want to ban straws. I said, well, you know, I've had a couple of meals at McDonald's, etc. over the years. Wendy's, friend of mine owns Wendy's. I'll give it a plug, right? Burger King. So they want to ban straws. I said, oh, really? What about the carton? What about the plate? What about the knives and the spoons and the plastic? Oh, they're okay. But the straws, we got to ban Has anybody ever tried? Seriously, the new straws made out of paper, right? It disintegrates as you're drinking. If you have a nice tie like this tie, this would have no chance. Welcome to another week of Unmentionable Podcast. That is Donald Trump said to the Jerry Seinfeld, or Seinfeld, sorry, outro. <laughs> because that's what he is, basically, at this point. Just He's like, a touring comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he should just settle into the role. He's not as dangerous that way. Like, he doesn't have nuclear codes, but, like... <laughs> He's like he he's sponsored. He should have like a talent agent. He's a touring. He's a touring artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's really what he is. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. I said, what about the paper? What about the paper? What about the paper? What about the plate? <laughs> what about the knives and the spoons? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to another week um, of unmentionable podcast. If you like bonus content, you can go to patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast. I was just kicked out of the Reddit, Ulcerative Colitis subreddit. <laughs> you were kicked out? I was kicked out. <laughs> Why? Well, there's always a person that comes with the truth, and then and then eventually society comes around. It's like Galileo. Yo. So the gay Galileo, where my friend calls me Nostacaucus, uh, yeah. she calls me. Because <laughs> I say things on this show, and then eventually they come true because I'm not brainwashed. Like, did you see that Cleveland Clinic study that just came out, peer-reviewed, that said the more shots of COVID you get, for COVID you get, the more likely you are to be infected. Weird. Weird. Weird how these things just keep happening. Anywho, so I was in the uh, Reddit, yeah. all sort of colitis subreddit, and I don't even know why I bother. Like, I wrote a book, The Freedom Blueprint. We'll put it in the show notes. You can check it out. You can also go on my Instagram, at jpowercomedy. I just wrote it as, I'm not trying to be a health influencer. I, none of that stuff. It just kind of, I got to the point where a lot of people were asking me for health tips because they had seen what I'd gone through with getting rid of my anxiety and depression and ulcerative colitis, and they'd... They'd kind of come along and been like, oh, you know, like, I don't, maybe they didn't have chronic illness, but they just wanted to kind of have some tips and try things out. And, and a lot of them have come to me, you know, weeks, months later and said, oh my God, I feel so much better. Thank you for introducing me to this, this kind of lifestyle. And so when I'm kind of bored, I would go on the subreddit for ulcerative colitis and I would just drop little nuggets, nuggets. Yeah. The guy was like the bad kid. <laughs> There's always the bad kid on Reddit, and eventually they either get banned or just like the whole system set up as a ideological silo, mm. right? It's it's the ultimate echo chamber. Anyone that goes against this narrative will be removed, and now they're doing this thing where if you are a member of another subreddit that kind of conflicts with this one, so say you're like in the Reddit conservative, and then you come to this one, they'll ban you because God forbid you listen to other people and try to you know have a well-rounded view of the world. So they'll ban you. And they'll say you part you're participating in another subreddit. During COVID, there was one called uh, Coronavirus Circle Jerk. I was in that one. Uh, Lockdown Skepticism, I was in that one. And then if you were a member of that one, then the mods would go, oh, you're a bad person. You can't even participate in here. It's almost like you're going to infect them. Right? So it's like, and it's so, it's kind of ironic because <laughs> there was a lot more truth in the skeptical groups. 
yeah. of like, why are we being locked down? Why do I need a vaccine if I've already had COVID? Why are 12 year olds getting the COVID vaccine? Like, none, like what? None of this makes sense. Why? Why are we shutting the gyms down? Vitamin D, all the things I was saying on the show and many pe- other people were saying. But when you live in that uh, kind of chamber, things can't get in. And so many people, when I try to, you know, I just ask them questions just randomly every once in a while you see, and you guys have probably noticed it too, their defenses go up and it's because their ego and their identity is at risk, right? If, if this thing is tr- untrue, like whatever I had said, like why, does, why do you think the government cares about you? Why do you think Big Pharma cares about you? Different things like that. But if that thing's true, then who am I? What is this world I grew up in? Um, you know, every, everything you think of yourself. And when you do psychedelic drugs, you go through that ego dissolve thing where you kind of just realize, hey, we're just on a stupid planet. It's spinning we're little specks. A lot of this is inconsequential. And you can kind of get over that. But a lot of people, they just they don't even want to go there sometimes because it's like, if that's true, then it all could unravel. It's hard, bro. It's very hard to go there sometimes. Yeah. And you need someone yeah. to kind of show pull you, you, pull you with you a yeah. different way of looking at the world. And in mm. some ways, that'll stop you from sleeping certain nights and have mental health problems. And then some other people will be like, yeah, but at the risk of that you know i've also i feel free and you know life is trade-offs right pros and cons you might know more but it's like ooh, it's an ugly world out there but then also you kind of feel free and you feel like you can you navigate feel stronger once you know it and you can like handle it yes but the, you know it's hard to know that the world is run by sociopaths who yeah. really don't care about you neither does the government big pharma all the things i've said on the show that are irrefutable so anyway what i do late at night is i just i i genuinely am coming from a place of trying to help people i don't I don't need the cash for my book. Obviously, cash is always nice in every way, but it really was just something I just did to kind of be like, here, guys, this is the book. I'm finishing another one now. Right now, it's called How Not to Go Bald and just like going to sell it for really cheap, like 20 bucks and just to give guys tips about your hormones, prolactin, elevated estrogen, different things like that that might be behind your hair loss. Some people have bad genetics, but some people will go premature gray and premature hair loss quite early. Anywho, so I go into the uh, ulcerative colitis subreddit and I'm coming from a place of, I, I don't want people to live what I went through, especially because sometimes you will go in there and you'll see people that are diagnosed very early. And I know that the rates of chronic disease have gone up sometimes two, 3,000% in society. What? Oh yeah. It's, since, uh, since when? Since? In the past couple decades. No. Yes, and then people try to say, well, what? maybe it's this. Maybe it's the increase in the tap water. You know, maybe it might be vaccines, but then it's just one by one, the machine shuts people down. And and what I've said on the show is, you know, it's like it doesn't matter who you were before you challenged the narrative. You could be Peter McCullough. You could be the most cited cardiologist in the world. But once you go against the machine, he was the bell of the ball. He's one of the best cardiologists in the world. You know, everyone loved him until he said, this vaccine's causing heart problems, and here's the evidence why. And then they destroy you in the mainstream media. And then when they Google you, far right conspiracy theorists, you know, all the different things is, is your first page of Google. And then the fact checkers all say you're nuts, who are all compromised. That's just how the machine works. Sorry to break it to you. So in society, it, you know, information, it's hard to get it in. Now with podcasts and YouTube and Rumble and Twitter and all these places, things start popping up, right? And you start questioning different narratives. And that's great because the information used to be so centralized. But when you go on these <laughs> subreddits, the people on there, and, and I used to be one of them. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like super judgmental here, but 
they are getting information from a doctor who went to medical school. And what a lot of doctors don't want to admit because they don't really know. And they get less than 100, I think it's like 10 hours on diet and supplementation in medical school, is that a lot of their literature is also infused with a lot of corruption, right? So it's like you're learning medical school, but you're learning it kind of with this overarching narrative from Big Pharma. And some of that is super legitimate. We all need pain management at the end of our life or we're in trouble. Antibiotics, vaccines save lives. They also cause problems. But, you know, some of that is important. And then some of it is insane. Like you have doctors who say, you know, we can't even say, we can't even try and draw, try and draw a link between vaccines and autism. And it's like, you know no one in the Amish community where they vaccinate their kids. You know they, don't, they can't find autism in that group. And then the person, if they're more open-minded, will just, and then you can say, well, you know, you know, after they gave, um, in the 80s, uh, Big Pharma, they essentially gave them indemnification. They just said, you know, you can't sue these companies if the vaccines go wrong. And then, then they scheduled the vaccine. So if you have a child and they go to school, they have to take, I don't know the number, but it used to be like eight. Now it's like 20, 30. And as that happened in society, the rates of chronic disease and autism also exploded. Now, correlation doesn't, isn't causation. There could be other things. There's things I talk about in my book, you know, more atrazine, more things in our food. It could be the tap water, which has SSRIs, birth control, stuff like that. But it's kind of amazing when someone tries to draw a link somewhere like RFK Jr. on Rogan, he might be wrong, he might be right, but it's just amazing the amount of people who have such certitude because their ego is just rooted in it. Like that, like he, no, there's possibly no link between the vaccine and autism. There's just possibly no link. So then that spreads in society and, and these people with ulcerative colitis, they go to their doctor and the doctor basically gives them what they gave to me. Oh, it's nothing to do with diet. And you could say at that moment, if I, if I was enlightened at the time, I could have said, why are there parts of the world where my disease doesn't exist? You know, I would have, I would have said things like that. But they would say, oh, you know, have white bread, mm. all these in different insane things, vegetable oils, which are horrific for you, all these different things. They were telling me have um, applesauce, you know, buy store-bought applesauce. Look how many preservatives are in that shit. You don't think that's destroying your microbiome? But anyways, I try to go into the subreddit, and I try to help people. I'm genuinely coming from a place of like, I've had relationships ruined. I've had vacations ruined. I've had, I've lived through so much bullshit with my disease. And every day that I wake up now is so different than it used to be. To not wake up with just like a little bit of depression, a little bit of anxiety, but really like sometimes I would go full month stretches of not feeling good. Everything from being lethargic everything from feeling bloated, from feeling just like muscle aches, because arthritis, I used to get it. So I'm like, I, I'm like this person, I'm like the town crier, just like being like, hey, you don't have to live like this. And I'm evidence of that, the holistic Nick we had on the podcast, Kenny Hannes on YouTube. There are thousands and thousands of us out there on Twitter. You wouldn't even believe the people. I had lupus, I had this. And I always go back to the tribes that I talked about in my health book, the Freedom Blueprint. <laughs> it's really not a plug, but I'm just trying to say there's these tribes in the world where they don't have the chronic diseases that we have. They don't even have teenage acne. What? That's just a thing in society. We go when you go through your teenage years because your hormones are out of whack, you also get acne. But then you can also say, well, if you were actually eating organic food and you didn't have all the grains and phytic acid, 
you know, maybe. So people don't know these things, right? And I didn't know these things. But I've just been awakened to an entire world through politics and health. It's very heterodox. So I'm used to people being like, oh, Jordan, until they don't. So I've been going in the subreddit, and I'll just kind of say to people, not even plugging the book, I'll just say to people, hey, you know, very positive. You don't have to live like this. I'm proof of it. Let me tell you what I did. I cleaned this. And some people will chase you out of the room, you know, rapid downvoting everything we do. And it's like, I don't need to get take that personally. That's their conditioning. But some people, and I do, I honestly feel like this is like a natural selection evolution thing. Some people in life are meant to be, they have high trade openness. They're more meant to hear this. And so they'll DM me and say like, hey, I'd like more info. And sometimes I'll send the book, but sometimes I'll be like, hey, just eliminate all the chemicals out of your life. All your cleaning products, there's all natural stuff. Filter your water, try and filter your shower water, get rid of the seed oils, just do those basics and check in with me in a week. And I'm just doing this from the kindness of my heart. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, Jordan, you're so great. But it's just like, how could I not? Hmm. How could I, I? I feel like I'm burdened by this. That Like I know you could have besides all the politics yeah. shit and stuff like that. But like this actually is a way to help people. The other way is just a way to demoralize them with the truth <laughs> and piercing the illusion. So. I'm in the ulcerative colitis subreddit and I, I have been kind of helping people and it's great, but I guess the mods, they think I'm bad. And of course we know the word that people go to nowadays, which usually means they're right over the target. I've been engaging in misinformation and disinformation. Yo. Perhaps you've heard that. Perhaps sometimes when you trace that, it's like, wait a minute, wait, is that to feed the war? The military industrial complex. Wait, disinformation is that when someone questioned big pharma, the di and and that's why it's so such a mindfuck for people because they've been conditioned a certain way, and usually what the media tells you it's actually the inverse of that. So that's why it's like they're so sure that like all these different things are this and that, and and it's funny to me because it's like well some people ask me like, um, you know, do you believe in climate change? And I'm like. Again, everything's nuanced. Do I believe the planet's changing? Yes. Do I believe we're overfishing? Yes. Do I believe in acidification of the oceans? Yes. Do I believe in the concept of overshoot? Yes. Um, do I believe that we're polluting the air? Yes. Do I, but do I believe that humans uh, and we can control our carbon and we can change the temperature in the, on the planet? No. I can see the carbon levels are higher at, during ice ages. I can see that they don't really fluctuate. And if anything, the um, it doesn't go carbon, then temperature. It's actually the inverse. The temperature changes, and then the carbon changes. So that's the nuance, right? But then you say something like that to someone, like, oh, you don't believe. And it's like, okay, that's your programming. So I guess word got out in the ulcerative colitis subreddit that I was <laughs> causing problems. Okay? I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what they said about me. But at the same time, I was also helping people. I was helping probably three or four people who were seeing real changes including a couple of people that DM'd me on my Instagram. One of my friends is ulcerative colitis. And I just said, just do these these five things. And these things that you told them are based on the stuff that you actually did in your, in your life, right? Yeah, and that's the thing is, is like, yeah. I, I'm walking proof. Like, mm. I, and, and again, why I go make money doing something else? But I genuinely am like, how could I sit on this? Like, how could I, like, I just look at everything so different now that I'm like, did I even need acne? Like, was that a thing? Like... This other thing about, like, here's another thing, like, I'm talking about in my book. There's all these lawsuits now, class action lawsuits against shampoo makers, because they're now showing that shampoo, certain commercial shampoos are linked to hair loss. 
Yo. So it's like people use these like thickening shampoos and stuff like that, and it's actually making their hair worse. So anyway, I got booted out of the ulcerative colitis subreddit because I was causing problems, aka I was trying to steer people back towards what is really like a primordial existence. Like, how did our ancestors live? You know, let's study the places of the world where they don't have ulcerative colitis and lupus and all these chronic diseases that have exploded in North American culture. And in my book, I go through all these different things that are in your um, toiletries and all this stuff and how they're linked to diseases. And, and the links are pretty clear. Anything they haven't kind of scrubbed off the internet. And I think it's so funny because the reasoning when they booted me out of the subreddit was that I, one of their main rules on the ulcerative colitis subreddit, which probably has like 100,000 people, was that if you... There's medical misinformation, which God knows what that umbrella term means. But secondly, if you try to draw a link between diet and ulcerative colitis, you can be removed. First, your comments will be removed. And it's like, this is how, the, this is how these, you know, these people think they're so enlightened. And it's like, you're all getting sicker. That's the thing that's so interesting is like, I also was getting angry because I'm like, you keep banning my comments. You kick me out of the subreddit. I'm getting like nasty DMs from people. And the reality is, is like, you're all getting sicker. Like, I'm telling you, you don't have to live like this. And like, but the system is set up. And I really do feel like the Reddit, Reddit subreddit and these people that think they're, they're doing well, these mods are exactly like the gatekeepers of mainstream media who say like, well, according to the government, you know, according to the CIA, yes. They did give people LSD in the MK Ultra program. Yes, they do bomb other countries. Yes, they do invade other countries. Yes, they lie to you about almost everything. But that's their source. And so you see these people in the mainstream media, they're the gatekeepers, and they are useful idiots for the regime. They don't even realize it. Like there's a girl in Canada named Rachel Gilmore, and she can't, re she can't figure out why everyone's so mad at her and was so mad at her during COVID. It's because she was a useful idiot for the regime. She was... But she is not even aware because she thinks the government cares about her and wants the best for her. And therefore, she's disseminating their message. And the other people on the Internet that don't want to go along with the totalitarian control are the problem. And they're conspiracy theorists and engaging in misinformation. So it's like she's acting in a way that she doesn't even know is not in her best interest. And in the same way, on the ulcerative colitis subreddit, you have these mods who probably are sick themselves and getting worse and worse and worse. And you see these horror stories on there. You see people, you know, I, 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 I had to quit my job. I had surgery. I have all these things. And I'm sitting there like being like, hello. Like it's like screaming into the void. And, it, and some people it, it helped with, but it, but it just kind of, to me, just illustrated these structures and these bills and these places that you're seeing right now in the UK and in Australia, they're trying to ba pass a bill basically to define what the media is. And you see that, like, when people start figuring out things and talking and podcasting and open debate and truths pop up in different ways, the establishment and the regime, the goal is we have to keep the machine running. We have to keep the billions going to Ukraine. I need to buy a boat. I need to buy a third house. I made $500 million off the Moderna vaccine. Keep it going. Keep it going. And that's how the information and people stay literally brainwashed they say literally brainwashed and it's not working as well now and that's why you see this pushback because when people say this person is crazy 
in the past, there were five new newspapers and, you know, four radio stations. So they could just be cast from polite society. But when you say this person's crazy, then someone goes on YouTube and they watch XYZ person and go, yeah, they're a little nuts or they're a little transgressive. But at the end of the day, I can actually listen to what they're saying. And that video has got 15 million views and it doesn't work anymore. And so in that way, it's very heartening. And I'm like, oh, the information's getting out. But there's still these systems and there's still this push and pull of information warfare going on right now. And I really experienced it, you know, that microcosm of that ulcerative colitis subreddit and other subreddits that function the same way, right? Where we're, if anybody comes in and kind of offers nuance, which pretty much everything is nuanced, offers nuance to the discussion, they're removed, because it's not comfortable to try to think that you might have been lied to or that your beliefs have shades of gray to them. You know, it's comfortable to go and listen to your main source that you follow on Twitter all the time, mainstream media, and they feed you that information over and over. It's comfortable. I know what I'm talking about. I have the right ideas. And then you then you go in society, and if you surround yourself with certain people in social groups, you're never challenged, right? So you just kind of live with that programming moving forward. And then every once in a while, someone will say something like, I'll give you a perfect example. The affirmative action stuff in the United States, you know, I had, it's a very uh, nuanced take on it. It'll, but if you kind of just understand a certain way, you know, people will say, well, this is about white supremacy. And then I'll say, well, you know, the Asians are, the plaintiffs are Asian, right? And then all of a sudden, like you see there, you know, it's like they're backed into a corner like a rabid animal because it's like, what do you mean? What every I, I, I based all my discussions in the past week around the idea that it was that. And it's like, no, it's actually Asians. Well, you know, white people have all the power right now. And it's like in certain countries, but they also make up less than 10% of the world. And also they're not the highest. Earn you show people things like, you know, who earns the most money in America per capita? It's Asians and Indians. White people are third. And then they say, well, you know, white people, this and this. And then, you know, it's like they talk about slavery and you're like, OK, well, like, of course, I don't think anyone's denying slavery. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there's someone on the Internet that is. But, God, yeah. you know, you say like, you know, it's it's like they don't even think about the old world. They don't know that that more Europeans were slaves in North Africa under the Barbary pirates than in America. They don't know different things like that because the people they surround themselves with don't give them that tweak. That might it's not going to dramatically put them in another direction, but it might give a little more color and texture to their life. And if you set up echo chambers like that on Reddit and you continue to do that and you can't get that 30,000 foot view or someone can't kind of pull you out of the chamber and give you more color, what happens to you is essentially, and some of them, they're never shown the light and they get sicker. And you could extend that to many things. You know, the don't say gay bill in Florida. Again, person goes, they go, did you know that in, in schools, it's just, it's always straight people that tell me what it's like to be gay who haven't also done their homework. So they come to you and they say like, you know this, and you're like, oh, actually, well, the truth is kind of like, you know, like DeSantis doesn't want gay people in Florida. You start at that extreme, that like emotionalism. It tends to be on the left a bit more. And you start with that, and then you kind of say to the people, well, you know, there's this thing called the Overton window. And in politics, he's not going to go extreme anti-gay because he wouldn't get elected. But beyond that, you know that when they read that bill to the Democrats and kind of explained it to them, 
in the, you know, not refracted through the media lens, did you know the majority of Democrats actually supported the bill? And then you just see this, like, you know, shakeup. The yeah, same shakeup, the same reaction. It can't be true. I can't be manipulated. And you've been, and the reality is, I'm sorry to break it to people. We've all been manipulated since the day we were born. And the only way that you can kind of get out of that conditioning is to start one by one questioning things and taking in new information. You're not going to find the truth, but you're definitely going to find a lot more color and texture and layers and nuance to everything in society. And so, listen, I'm not going to lose sleep over the fact that I don't have the ulcerative colitis subreddit. I have other ways of getting the information out, namely this show and a couple other ways. But it just kind of, to me, just mimicked that structure of information warfare that that was you know perpetuated during COVID and all the different things that we saw out there. And I just... I, I think my general thing to I say to people and a lot of people listen to the show kind of get that is just like, don't be so sure, you know, don't go to a dinner party and be like, did you hear Robert F. Kennedy said that vaccines cause autism? He's crazy because someone eventually, if you're with interesting people who've done their homework, are going to say, why are you so sure that they don't? Have you done the Like, do you do you do? How did you form your opinion of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And the answer is 99% of the time, I didn't actually. I didn't do my homework. I didn't take it different sources. I actually just plugged my brain directly into the conditioning. And the way I feel about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is exactly what the media told me to believe about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's, that's it, all it is. So you take a person and the media can take them and kind of tilt them in different ways and show you a different person than these people see them. But the, but the, but the interesting part about all this is just like, how did you come to form your opinion of that person? Do you always form your opinion based on what the media tells you? Is it possible that that narrative is to further the neoliberal agenda? Is it possible that they want you to think these things about big pharma? Because if you don't, they lose hundreds of billions of dollars. Is it possible that it's kind of, and especially on these outlets where they're getting 75% of their money from Moderna and, and Pfizer and big pharma. If you don't follow the narrative on CNN about Big Pharma, you lose 75% of your revenue and the lights go out. So why are you so sure that they're telling you the truth about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? And I'm not saying it like he's some saint or anything, but it's just amazing to me when I go with people and they tell, can you believe, or, or you say like, can you believe the Asians, Asians are plaintiffs in, in the affirmative action case? Which by the way, the New York Times wrote an article about it, the whole affirmative action case. Not once did they interview an Asian person. Not once did they even interview the plaintiffs. And you just see it's like a very specific narrative about this. It's just like, oh, this is just white supremacy. And it's like, no, actually the plaintiffs were Asians. And now because of the change, the admission of Asians to schools because their SAT scores are so high is going to go up 30%. So like, but then it's just either <sighs> you're crazy or like just get this out of my face. And that's exactly what was mimicked on that Reddit when I was on there. I was like, yeah, this is a problem. These control mechanisms that we have in place to restrict information. This is why I'm such a free speech absolutist. And listen, it comes at the, it comes at the, not everything's great. Yes, because of that. And you go on Twitter and there's people calling me a faggot and saying terrible things about gay people. But I would rather that than giving anyone control of the information because we know what happens when they control the information and you're going to be brainwashed to believe X, Y, Z. So I'll just, t I'll take a couple N words 
and a couple faggot lines on Twitter and stuff like that. For that reason that I that the open exchange of ideas and very often in so many ways, so many people have so much certitude about this and this and this. And I want to go, it's actually the opposite of what you believe. And I know that's hard to break that to you. And I don't really get into these combative situations, but it's kind of funny how many people are so arrogant and also ignorant. Anywho, we got some footage from, uh, that was, we got some crazy, like, honestly, like people, if, if you guys don't learn from that, like there's no helping you. I just, it was just pent up. (laughs) (laughs) We got some footage from, uh, pride in France. Shivam. (laughs) Hit it. Flaming. There's a building on fire in the video, guys. I mean, looks pretty lit. (laughs) Like, literally lit. Yo. Now, it's so funny to me. It's so funny to me because obviously this is not from Pride and (laughs) Friends. Kind of is from Pride. Yeah, there's a Same drag queen. I heard them saying Allahu Akbar. Is that a drag queen? <laughs> is, that a, is that like new age drag queen? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I will say uh, France is uh, been scratched off my Europe, Europe plans for the summer. We were going to go there. But I'm just saying not for me. And it is interesting that in the face of some of this, the government would never get tyrannical is now doing total blackouts on social media, pressuring social uh, social media companies to remove things, and then also uh, cutting the internet out in France. And uh, not to sound like too conspiratorial, but me thinks that maybe after a little more of this goes down, they might possibly want people to go onto a digital ID system, which is being, you know, there's pilot projects in more than 10 countries, but they might say to you, hey, it's not safe out there. People are doing bad things on the internet. They're organizing in certain ways. We need everybody to have a login online, so no more anonymity online. That might happen. I don't know for sure, but I tend to kind of predict things on the show, and they tend to kind of come up. So it's like what they say, don't let a good crisis go to waste. This may be a situation where they say, ah, we got it. And what is it always under the guise of? Eh, we got to keep you safe. We know what's best for you. Remember during COVID, trust the science. What about the science that said that, you know, 70% of people that are vitamin D deficient are dying of COVID? Ah, not that science. What about that science that we could just get some exercise? Ah, we shut the gym. You know, I'm just saying, like, it's kind of in the realm of what I was I was just saying a little, little bit before. Anywho, let's get to some fun stuff. Oh, my God. I'm a li- I'm a little fired up Bro, because you know I yes. just I just go on social media and it's like I'm not saying I have all the answers guys I I'm really not but I'm just so amazed at so many people go into situations there's hundred percent chance this pharma drug doesn't cause this there's hundred percent chance it doesn't cause this and they're just so sure and I and they have these such these strong vitriol for the people that are questioning things because I know. Society in certain ways is hairy right now, so people will go, well, it must be Russell Brand, and it must be Donald Trump, and it must be RFK Jr., and all these different people, and it's like, I'm sure those people aren't always helping, but it's like, you're just looking for things to point at, and left, right, whatever, centrist, look up. 
That's what I always say. Look up. Who is controlling you? That's why when it was like, oh, you support the truckers during COVID, it's like, because I know what the establishment is. I know where the power centers are. And the journalists know more. They're not challenging these power centers anymore. So it's like, I knew that the government, that the truckers were saying the government had overreached. I don't know, maybe by locking us in our country and because we wouldn't get an experimental vaccine from something some of us already had immunity for, but whatever. But it's like, that's what you have to look for. Don't look at the, the left and the right and the center. Just look for who's pulling the strings, who's controlling. And, and you'll kind of find more answers by doing that. Anyways, this woman here, we're living in the age now, fame for fame's sake, <laughs> where people are really trying to find a lane. I've talked about many of them on the show the demisexuals, the polygender whatevers, um, things that I don't even sometimes even know or care to know, frankly, and care like to look into it. But this girl, she posted, she's trying to find her lane, right? So um, she she posted, her name's Yasmin Benoit, MSC. I don't even know what that means. Masters in science. <sighs> Great. <laughs> this might be one of those examples where school makes you stupider because it brainwashes you. Don't be so sure it doesn't. Okay, so it says asexual people deserve equal rights. We deserve legal recognition. We deserve protection. Thank you, Stonewall, for allowing me to march with you again at hashtag Pride in London today and for helping me to bring about this change. Hashtag this is what an asexual looks like. A whore. Uh, and uh, the second... <laughs> the si I say that in a loving way. The second one says I stand with Stonewall. Um, you know, because when they were throwing bricks at that point, they were like, it wasn't about the gays getting rights. It wasn't about, you know, AIDS crisis different. Maybe we need to get married. No, it was about like, what about the people that aren't fucking? And my question for this Looney Tooney <laughs> is what rights, <laughs> go back to the top. Can someone please explain to me what rights asexual people don't have? Like, I know the argument when you were gay, it was like, I can't get married or like discrimination in housing, job, all that. A lot of the battles we've already been won, except for the people's trying to still grift on Twitter. God bless you. You know, and then trans people were like, you know, I can't, you know, and that one, by the way, is also misconstrued because it's like trans rights are human rights. And then it's like, well, the nuance is like, uh, but is it your right to give puberty blockers to an eight year old when you don't know long term data? You know, is that rights? But my question with this one is it's pretty clear to me that like, what exactly are asexual people discriminated against? They're just not fucking anyone, which is fine. You don't need to fuck anyone. We had one on the show, by the way, a little while back. No hate from me. You're not bothering anyone. But, like, we deserve legal recognition. For what? Why? Whoever lost a job because they didn't have sex. There's people not having sex for years, <laughs> by the way. The new stats, like, if you're under 30 male, one-third haven't had sex in the past year. And you're looking at this going like, we deserve legal right. From what? We deserve protection. From what? <laughs> no one's trying to fuck you. You're, well, someone's probably trying to fuck you. But, but the cherry on top is it, she posts the picture wearing leather sexual like fetish gear. Like a choker. And which everything. is a yeah. choker. Yeah. So you can choke her when you're having anal with her. Just kidding. She doesn't even have sex. <laughs> yes, queen bitch. Fight for our rights. I don't get it. I literally saw this. I'm like. What exactly is going on? Because I know that, like, certain people I know that, like, they, they wore a baggy pink shirt one day and all of a sudden I see them and they're all non-binary and I'm like, I don't even want to go there. But it's like, could you just give it a rest? Because we have legitimate problems. We just showed, a, uh, you know, an explosion in France. 
We have, but this one's like, I need to get in there now. The social media, they really, they, 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 they pop off. Yeah. So it does have 14.2 million views. <laughs> and this girl really let it rip. Ah, the frigid fringe wants special recognition and rights. Bless your heart. By the way, back in my day, when you dressed like that while proclaiming not to put out, you were called a tease, not asexual. Oh, gee, did I just discover the next members of the alphabet army? Okay, so people really, they pop off on the internet. We know that's what it is, right? If you really want to know what people are actually like, like, you know, you meet them in real life and it's all these pleasantries and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, read the comment section. Read the porn comment section. People are deviants. They are deviants. And I don't have a problem with that, but it's like, this is the most real. And God bless her. She started responding. And then this is what the kids call ratioed. Daddy learned that. <laughs> Bro, Gen Z. Yeah, you know I'm the it. first person with two gray hairs to have said that on the show. And based is the other Yo. one. I, I love that. You the know kids it. are based. Holla back. <laughs> so then Amy, who we've had on the show, writes underneath. And Amy, you know, she she doesn't hold back because she's been through hell. Yeah. What are you even talking about? What rights do you not have on the basis of not wanting to fuck people? Get a fucking hobby. <laughs> this girl says, you should just go off antidepressants. You'll be fine. <laughs> Sometimes you got to just take the L and just yeah, disappear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't just start responding because then the algorithm's like, and it's just really like the modern day stoning, right? This person says, hello, I'm a progressive. Can you help me understand what legal rights asexual people don't have? I would like love to stand with you. I love God bless the progressives. They always kind of just like entertain a bit of delusion. Yeah. Like someone's like, I'm an a tri gender, whatever. And they're like, I'm open to it. I'm open to changing the way I speak. But some yeah. of us just shut it down. This says um, health care. Oh, so this is the person saying uh, asexual people are routinely harassed by providers and forced into unnecessary testing drugs for not conforming in an effort to fix it. What? Ella? You're telling me that your doctor in the 10 minutes that they have to diagnose you, I went today, in that 10 minute period, they are also looking for unnecessary tests to uh, what? Get you to fuck? To fix it? Conversion therapy, self-explanatory, I don't really think people are running uh, groups in the forest to get you to get your dick sucked. I have never encountered these people. And then societal abuse, which I'm guilty of in the past 60 seconds, simply existing can get, can get you assaulted. Assaulted. No one knows how many people you fucked. I know it matters to you in your Instagram story every week, but no one actually knows how many people you fucked. And no one is going around in society and abusing you and assaulting you because you're not sexual. And then Brianna Wu comes in. Thank you for a serious. I mean, it's just. It's just like I need I need a lane. It's like I need a reason to feel like I fit in. And I know it's indicative of like a very broken society in a lot of ways. And like a lot of the social bonds were frayed, especially during COVID. But it's just amazing to me that we have strayed so far from any sort of objective reality. I mean, I went on Twitter and I saw a trans woman breastfeeding. It was a biological male that had transitioned to a female breastfeeding their child and the male was able to induce lactation by taking a bunch of pharmaceutical drugs that come with all these crazy side effects. And it's basically a biological male 
breastfeeding their child, which I'm also kind of thinking like, we know that's not natural, but it's also like, isn't the three pharmaceutical drugs that you took to induce the lactation then also going in out your nipple to the kid who's supposed to use you for the vitamins and minerals to grow strong and healthy? Yeah. Beyond that. And then I'm clicking it and I'm there's people underneath like defending it. What? And it's like you don't get to have every experience in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was the other thing. You know, I, sh- I saw this on Twitter. They, they now progressivism and gender ideologies hit the end of the road, right, where things just don't make sense. And you see trans people and feminists uh, clashing for good reason in a lot of ways because it's like dramatic changes to society. And we've explored some of them on the show. But it's like apparently now the most progressive thing in society is I saw that now in Oxford, they don't want to define what a lesbian is. So they've called them, they just called the women non-men. So it's like, it's circled back around. <laughs> it's almost like when you get too progressive, you then go back to 1920. <laughs> like you try to just accommodate and it's like women, you just wipe out the whole gender trying to appease a certain percentage of the population. And now, uh, as one of the Pride articles on Yahoo News, they're calling women's vaginas uh, bonus holes, which I guess means the main one is anal. This sounds kind of gay. <laughs> and by the way, we have two bonus holes, by the way. But the point is, this is like someone sat in a boardroom, and I'm really going off today, but I just, I've just hit my limit. I, I really just... It's like, can anything have any, like, can be tethered to any sort of objective reality anymore? Like, it's just, it just, like, I know I'm not the only one feeling this way. And I know I get too invested in it sometimes and I need to meditate and Rick Rubin's helping me with that. But it's like, sometimes it just bottles up and I just go, I don't even know. And you know what it is also? Traveling five weeks and going to Asia and these places where no one's wearing a fucking mask and coming back here and seeing all these people in masks and bonus holes and non-men and 87 (laughs) genders and nobody looks you in the fucking eyes around this place and it's like something's just off and then I load my Instagram and it's a biological male breastfeeding a kid artificially. This other shit I just talked about earlier where I've taken it personally, I've been kicked out of the subreddit and now women have to call their vaginas bonus holes lady i don't know i don't care how progressive you are at what point are you going to start talk like it's not me anymore by the way i don't need this fight no doctor's calling my pussy a bonus hole some point ladies we're going to need you to step in i know some of you are let me read this after spending a little time on social media today you may be wondering what is a bonus hole and why is the term and why is it all over your twitter feed in 2020 joe's cervical cancer Joe's, that better be a woman. <laughs> Probably not, though. It's of course I was right. Okay, yeah. So Joe's Cervical Cancer Trust says using the correct language when you're talking about someone's gender identity is a simple and effective way. It's a very simple, guys. It's very simple to just not call your vagina what it is. It's simple. I'm sure that won't confuse many doctors. Doctor, I have a burning. I slept with this guy that was like, eh, eh. 
you know, you guys know the ones on the social media apps that are like, come over now. You sleep with that person. And then all of a sudden they go and they're like, I'm getting some burning in my bonus hole. <laughs> I want the girls listening, by the way, in, in these places in the world where like it, this stuff is not spreading <laughs> to just try that. <laughs> try that in society. Go to your doctor and to Crete, wherever the fuck you live, Damascus, listen to this and say bonus hole in your language to the doctor and watch their head just go like completely 360 around. It goes on to say that patients may seek care elsewhere if they feel hurt or distressed when a term is used that doesn't align with their gender identity. But bonus hole went viral today after conservatives like Leo Kirsch and Ollie London. Oh, by the way, Ollie London is the grifter that we talked about in the show that uh, had the surgery to go Korean. And then is now conservative. I do love a good grift. (laughs) (laughs) It's really like kind of impressive to go like, I'm so out there that I identify as Korean, but now I'm swinging back the other way and I'm going to say, fuck all these people. (laughs) (laughs) Kirsch is a right wing UK based comedian. So right wing is defined as believes in capitalism. And London is a British media personality who is most well known for writing a book about his experience detransitioning and the issue of a supposed trans ideology basically he's a turf yeah so trans exclusive radical feminist so he's a turf i guess they misgendered i'm still confused and i don't care to even try to understand what's going on here but the point is is like that's what you do right so you talk about who who better to know and this really goes back to what i said in the beginning was like who better to know when the medical establishment has gone too far and is transitioning kids that aren't actually trans for profit a lot of the time or because they're scared of their governing body, who better to understand that whole experience and to write a goddamn book about it. But because you've strayed from the narrative, we have a bad word for you. You're a turf. Just like if you don't want the vaccine that has a 92% chance of not being safe or effective based on previous data, you're an anti-vaxxer now. Even if you had all the other vaccines, you're an anti-vaxxer. And if you engage in that behavior... I feel sorry for you. The LGBT Foundation recommends using the bonus... Oh, my God. Using the term bonus hole instead of vagina to avoid offending trans people. This isn't satire, by the way. By the way, if you have a career where you're a journalist and you have to write this isn't satire in your own work that's supposed to be just factual, like, reporting, (laughs) then go drive Uber. (laughs) Because you're basically saying, like, I don't even live in really objective reality. Like, I'm who knows if I'm writing for The Onion or The New York Times at this point. <laughs> That's literally what you're saying. Kirsch wrote on Twitter, everyone sure is worried about offending trans people, but don't give a bonus hole. <laughs> Wait, what? But don't give a bonus hole about offending women, do they? What? No, this guy's, like, against. Yeah. Go down a bit. <laughs> The comments section under these tweets are full of offensive and unfunny jokes, according to this person, by the way, and people claiming that women are somehow hurt by providing an alternative to the word. Yeah, just the erasure of their, the term for their general genitals their whole life. They, they took offense to that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that they might take some offense to their vagina that they've had many men in or women that their children came out of that literally their children that they love came out of that hole, their vagina, the bonus hole. Yeah, and the mom has to say to their kids, now, if you live in Berkeley, has to say, honey, you were in my stomach for, for nine months, <laughs> and then they gave me some drugs at the hospital, and it was like, the, you, you slid right out of the bonus hole. <laughs> 
And I know there are some frat bros that might listen to this that have called it that. Oh, yeah. But it's really amazing how it all comes back around, isn't it? Isn't it? Like some frat bro was just like a borderline rapist. And he was like, dude, man. He's like, you got to fuck these girls in the ass. He's like, that pussy to me, that's like the bonus hole. He's like, I go second for that. And then the progressives were like, this is great. This will be great for the advancement of women's rights. So you're a birthing person with a bonus hole. And you want me to participate in this society. And you wonder why I keep drawing further from engaging within the society where there's 87 genders and a birthing person with a bonus hole. Because I think about this stuff and a lot of the stuff is like gender ideology, which, by the way, is a belief system. Is there's a certain point it's like a train where you jump off. Right. So it's like a train. Right. So I'm like, OK, trans people. I don't have a problem calling someone a trans woman, a woman like whatever. But but the station that I jumped off off at was like along the term of like, you know, when people were like, oh, my gender can change every six hours. I was like, great. I'm good. Peace. Right. <laughs> so I jump off of Cary Lake. Right. And we get off the train. And I'm like, and then some people keep going, like Shivam, right? Because he's non-binary. <laughs> Why am I? And just keep going, and then people are like, you know, I'll tolerate a little bit more. I'll tolerate, yeah. and they keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's literally how it works. It's like at some point, you gotta get off the train. When it's a birthing person with a bonus hole whose gender changes every six hours, are you gonna jump off the train? Why are you still staying on the train? Is it that you need to be liked by a certain people in your social circle? Because if your social circle is saying birthing person with a bonus hole, you're mentally ill. You're mentally ill. You've lost it. You've completely lost the plot. We have to at some point say to people, it's enough. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah. yeah. And it's gone way too far. Because with before, if you said my gender changes every three hours, they would have th thrown you in an asylum. But we're not that kind of society anymore. Which has its pros and cons, by the way. But I'm just saying now... We're getting, the train keeps going, and we've stayed on this train for a really long time, and I'm just interested to see how many people will jump mm. off this train, because it just, it can't go on anymore. Someone's going to drive it, bro, like, all of these people are driving the train. <sighs> I just, it's, I, I've really had enough. <laughs> I think I, I just, I've really had enough. Like, I went on Tinder the other day, and it was like, just, it's like a video game now. It's like Atari. Mm. Tinder's like Atari. And this is how Tinder works. It's like very sinister that I, I got the inside scoop from someone. It's like what, what Tinder does basically is it wants to keep you like all these apps. It wants to keep you on as long as possible because then they can serve you ads and make money. Okay. So what Tinder does is it realizes that person A might be a good match for person B. You know, it kind of Tinder in a way kind of knows what you are at a 10, right? It can tell like, oh, there's, you know, three, 4,000 people have swiped right on this person. They can kind of it's interesting. It like kind of ranks them. We know we pretend in society like everyone's a 10, but the reality is, is you're going to be ranked. And so it keeps you away from the person that might be your soulmate, which is sick because love is so beautiful and like it's rare and like what well, you're prolonging that whole experience and keeping them on. But now I guess they want to get people are kind of, I don't know, they're burning out. So now Tinder's like you go on and you've probably seen it, like something will pop up like a Taylor Swift concert with like all these like explosions and lights, like a, you know, a casino slot machine. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, what does it say? There's like a line. You've probably seen it. It's like hot hour. It's uh, things are burning up. Uh, boost your profile now. And oh, it'll yeah, try to yeah, get yeah. you to spend like, yeah, but it's yeah. like, 
but sometimes it's like, oh, swipe surge. Swipe surge. So yeah, a thing yeah. will come up and be like, swipe surge. Things are really popping off in the city, and it, it's all these things are popping up, and they're trying to get you just like, yeah, it's party. It's the best time to spotlight and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, it, when they say things are burning up, you your dick's gonna be burning up if you don't get off Tinder at that point, because that's when shit's going wild. <laughs> I think that probably applies more to like gay apps. Because, like, late at night on gay apps, like, 2, 3, 4 in the morning, it's just, like, a danger zone. Yeah. It's, the, like, the zombie. It's burning up It's, like, two. the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> but the zombies have chlamydia. And people just start, like, you know, they're dropping their standards. They're getting more rational. Because, you know, when you're, you don't get laid or come. Yeah. I feel like some girls can't relate to this as well. But, you know, as a, well, non-binary, but biological male. You know that when you <laughs> don't come, you know that, like, it's kind of nuts. Like, yeah. you start to just make bad decisions like when you're really drunk yeah 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 yeah. yeah. and yeah. so i try to stay off apps during those hours because it's like the walking dead <laughs> in crop tops <laughs> and don't pretend your likelihood of stis is probably going up during that time well, yeah yeah <laughs> but what's the fastest you've gone from app to person like the fastest time like an hour i don't normally do this but it probably was half an hour 20 minutes? 25 minutes. 25? And now they're just covering their travel time. <laughs> Holy shit. Listen, I've been that person, but as I get older, I try to control my, uh, you know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. controlling your impulses is sexy. <laughs> it is. Bro. But that one was, <laughs> we were in a bad place. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, um, stay tuned to this season of Emily in Paris. It's going to be a little, little different. Emily will be in a burqa. This season, <laughs> if you're a big fan of the show, <laughs> Emily might get a backhand. <laughs> I've never watched that show, but Emily in Paris is going to be lit. <laughs> Emily in Paris is going to be. <laughs> okay, bye. Have a nice week. <laughs> <laughs>